You're listening to Shift, Human First Financial Guidance with Ross Marino. Today, we are shifting the conversation with Ashley Kwame, founder of BAM Consulting. Hey, Ashley. Hey, Ross. Good to be here. Great to have you on the podcast. I was fortunate enough to come across you on social media, started reading your posts and thought, I have got to meet this lady. She just has great insight. And I know you recently started working on materials and resources and training for financial advisors, but you know this isn't your first time doing something professionally. You have a history that brought you up to this point. You think you could share how we got here? Yeah, absolutely. So my home discipline is in marriage and family therapy. That's where I've spent the last um, almost 15 years uh, practicing clinically. I have my own private practice here in the Augusta, Georgia uh, area. Uh, And so my specialty the last kind of almost 15 years has been in couples. So doing couples, uh, well, lots of different areas within the couples kind of field. But here the last few years, really focusing more on um, financial issues uh, that come out within the couple system. So married to a financial planner. Um, So you can imagine the conversations that we have around our dinner table. They may not be like most other folks, um, those conversations, but there's just such a beautiful intersection there between what Clayton and I um, do uh, that has been helpful for me in my clinical work, but also sparked really an interest in moving in a well, pivoting maybe in a different direction, um, kind of hence the birth of BAM uh, Financial Consulting. Well, financial psychology, therapy, broad topic, many different ways you can go with it. We as financial planners, uh, I'd say we need all of it. There's so many areas where we need education. It's going to be a lifelong journey for us. On your end, you probably looked at it and saw so many different areas where you could start with, but you had to make a decision of here's where I want to focus my efforts to help financial planners. How did you decide where to start and what would you make your focus? Um, you're, you are spot on about the fact that I saw an opportunity and said, what do I want to do here? There's so many different areas. And really, I had to think about um, what is it that I can speak to um, from, you know, I don't like to use the word expert, but from a knowledge-based standpoint, where do I have the most knowledge around? Um, and certainly couples being one knowledge-based, but within that system, what am I teaching? And it's how to do communication better. Uh, that is, you know, really my primary role, right? Healing from a communication um, or utilizing communication to heal relationships. And so thinking about that, that's where I said, Let me focus here Um, from a financial psychology standpoint. Let me try to create uh, webinars and educational content that I can put out that financial advisors can use and draw from in a practical way. I find that sometimes when we, and maybe you've been to webinars, teachings, um, you know, certainly you don't put on conferences where this happens, uh, but, you know, you go to these trainings and you feel like I can't like use any of this. This is great, but I don't know how to use this or apply it into my practice, right? And that's something that I wanted to be mindful of. I wanted to give financial planners um, and firms, here is information, tactical skills that they can take and use and apply. And so all of my trainings, like I try to focus on, here are things that you can do, steps one, two, three, and four. Um, Here are scripts that you can utilize. So very um, practical you know, again, tips, strategies that advisors can take and use um, from, you know, theories and concepts within the fields of financial psychology and counseling. 
And that's awesome to hear. I know one of the, the main feedbacks that we consistently got from Shift was we'd love a little more application from it. And, you know, year one, of course, I kind of say it's proof of concept. We wanted to put it out there and see what people thought. And, and of course, we had great attendance. People loved it. I, I think year two, the theme's going to be uh, probably like human first in action or human first in practice, right? So yeah. we, we have to get our hands dirty, figure out here's how we do this. So uh, less lecture, more workshop, uh, try to find ways to get people more involved with it. And, and fortunately in our industry, there seems to be uh, more knowledge coming this way. I know you just completed the financial behavioral specialist certification. I think I saw that post on that. So yeah, 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 yeah. so that's uh, obviously you're a professional and you, you have deep knowledge on this. So your perspective may be a little different from mine as an advisor. What did you think about it? What'd you, what'd you get from it? I, I loved it. Um, it is exactly what I was looking for. Um, and I think from from a business standpoint, exactly what I needed. Um, so I appreciated the work. I appreciated the content and the education. Some of it, you know, I'll be honest, wasn't um, too much of a stretch coming from, you know, the field of marriage and family therapy, my bachelor's degrees in psychology. So it almost kind of felt like in a weird way, like coming home um, is how I've talked about it with Clayton, um, you know, finding and merging my clinical practice now within the financial space. It kind of feels like coming home for me, like maybe this is where I'm supposed to be. Um, so it wasn't too big of a stretch for me. Um, certainly some of the financial components, um, you know, a little bit of a learning curve, some jargon there for me that I'm still trying to like catch on to. Uh, but I think it's, it was created really in a masterful way. Um, and I think it's incredibly exciting to watch and um, be looking at financial advisors trying to take this, um, you know, become certified in this um, or take the, these kind of courses. I think it's incredibly exciting. Um, I'm looking forward to being able to apply much of the knowledge um, that I gained from it uh, with firms and with advisors and even incorporating it into my trainings uh, and courses. That's awesome. I, I noticed that you have your coffee cup behind you. And of course, I, I've got mine. So right. Don't leave, <laughs> don't, don't, don't leave home without them. So it's don't great. Leave home without it. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. actually today I, I'm doing a lot of recording. So I'm, I'm double fisting. I, yeah. I, I have the water and the tea. So I, I have two of them. So got to go hard power, power through Monday. So uh, I also noticed those pictures behind you. So those drawings, those, those are pretty cool. Is there a story behind those? Yeah, well, look, I'm a relational um, professional, right? Therapist and and, uh, and consultant, and so um, the not are not mine. I wish um, they are from Target. Uh, so nice. no big story around who drew them. They're Target, uh, but have actually been um, smaller versions of these in my clinical office. Um, and, you know, you can see their two hands, um, I'll kind of duck mm -hmm. one, they're clasped, um, and the other one, their pinkies are holding. And really, I just love it because it's just a symbol of connection uh, for me and connection and healing. So um, I like them. Uh, I, I enjoy them. They're great reminders for me to focus on really what matters most, which is creating uh, and cultivating connection Love it. So now you're offering some training. I know you've got some courses that are coming up. What are you doing? Yeah. So in May, I've got um, a three and a half hour um, one on cultivating change, um, change and uh, communication strategies. 
um, for advisors. And so that's um, a great one if you're wanting to get your feet wet with just how do I help my clients make some of these behavioral changes um, utilizing communication strategies. Uh, so we'll go over kind of in fine detail um, some, you know, and tricks and all of these things, learning about how communication works um, that really can foster change. Uh, so that's coming up in May, uh, June and August. Um, so it kind of broken up into um, four Tuesdays in June, four Tuesdays in August. Um, I'm doing my financial therapy skills 101. Uh, and so this is a nine and a half hour um, really deep dive into incorporating financial therapy, financial psychology um, in practice. So looking at communication, looking at self of the planner. So meaning looking at um, all of the beliefs, attitudes, behaviors that the financial advisor or planner um, does that, you know, makes, breaks, uh, <laughs> impacts the client relationship, if you will. Um, and then looking at other aspects of mental health um, and working with couples. So those are coming up throughout the summer. Um, people are welcome to get scheduled. And then I'm hopefully going to be starting a um, consultation group um, starting maybe in the fall uh, where folks can just come on and pay for some hours, if you will, um, office consultation hours. Um, so that may kick up later this fall. Uh, I get a lot of questions around, hey, can you just meet um, for like 30 minutes and like talk me through this and happy to do that. But um, from a utilizing time standpoint, thought it might be more effective to get a lot more folks who are like um, and can hear and kind of process cases together. Um, so that'll be launching um, hopefully sometime this fall. Looking forward to that. Now, I also know you you love gardening. So it is springtime as we're, we're recording this. How's that garden going? Yeah, it's not going so well. Um, <laughs> uh, my stress, as we were talking about, 80% um, is currently um, derived from the fact that I have not put anything in the ground. Um, so usually I plant seeds come February. I have not done that. Um, so I will be making a trip to my local home and garden center and buying seedlings and hopefully getting things put in the ground maybe this weekend. Um, but that is my current stress, which I feel pretty fortunate for. But yeah, I would say so far I'm failing in the gardening department. So what are you looking forward to growing this year? Oh, man, my favorite is okra. True Southern delicacy, right? Yeah. Um, so love growing, love growing okra, um, mostly because that's the easiest thing for me to grow. Um, it doesn't require a whole lot of care, uh, at least for me, but we've got that. I've got a blueberry bush. Um, blueberries are my favorite. My dream um, one day uh, would be to have a blueberry farm, um, like a U-Pick blueberry farm. Uh, so that's a dream. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how that pans out. But uh, yeah, so okra, I do tomatoes, squashes, peppers, herbs, you know, all the all the basics. Um, so my kids love it. They enjoy it. Uh, getting to go out there and, and pick things for dinner. So most of them, at least they don't enjoy it come August, but you know, the first couple of times they do. Well, that sounds like fun. Ashley Kwame, thanks for being on the show today. And we look forward to you speaking at Shift next year. Yeah, thanks, Ross. I enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to Shift with Ross Marino. Please visit humanfirst.live to learn more. This show is for general information purposes only and is not intended to provide recommendations or advice. Speak with a legal, tax, or financial advisor before making any decisions.
Past performance references are historical and do not guarantee future results.